Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Welcome to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa, presented here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today's message is Celebrate Good Times and was recorded on Sunday, July 24th, 2022. I have a dear friend who grew up in uh, the Baptist church. She grew up in the uh, Black Baptist church. And when she heard Namaste, she saw, thought I was saying, No mistake. <laughs> She kept saying, no mistake. I go, no mistake. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no mistake. Don't you just love religion sometimes, friends? Greg, can you move this for me? I need a little more space today. Thank you. So would you say with me, I am as God created me. Together, I am as God created me. Oh, I love that. Like you said, repeat it, right? How did you make it this long with the comments like that? Yes. I am as God created me. What if we knew that we were created good and holy and perfect? What if we knew that? Because see, in unity, again, we teach that you are originally blessed, not originally cursed. That you're a child of the most high God, which means you're here with a divine purpose. You are here with a divine purpose. And what's so amazing is we all have the same purpose to live God in the world. Right, So even when we understand that individually, well, then we think, well, what are we here to do as a church, right? There's some collective idea that we are about. That's why we're here. See, in unity, we don't make you join anything, right? So if you're here, it means you're ready to grow spiritually. You're ready to do something different with your life. You're ready to be on purpose. You're ready to take responsibility for your life. You're ready to say yes to all the good that the universe wants to bring you. Anybody have room for more good? Raise your hand. Okay, high five the person near you. Yep, yep. Okay, you're in the right place. You're in the right place. So, all right, so we're all open to more good, right? We're all open to more good. So, you know what I realize, especially right now in our world, we forget to celebrate good times. Remember that song? Dun, 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 dun. Woohoo! Yeah. Come on, celebrate, celebrate, come on, there you go, yeah, 
It's a celebration. Yeah. Right. What if we went through life, every time there was a success, every time something good was happening, we said, yes, let's celebrate. Can you imagine when our kids did good, instead of looking at what they did wrong and, and emphasizing that, we said, wow, look how good that was. I can't wait to see you succeed again. In my house, we have a family code. It's our family code of honor. And one of the points on that family code of honor is celebrate successes. Celebrate successes. Even if it's just with going to get an ice cream or a special meal, let's celebrate that success. So today, as a spiritual community, that's kind of what we're doing, aren't we? We're celebrating a past success. We're celebrating good times, and we're bringing that success forward into what's next for our spiritual community. So, see, Reverend Virginia being here is not just about a naming or honoring or her good work. It's about her place in our church's history and future. I don't believe in leaving anybody behind, certainly not the person who started this. Are you kidding me? This is an honor. This is an honor to be able to have the founding minister as a part of our community whenever she wants to be, but she's always going to be a part of this. Looks like she's in the walls. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just, in more ways than one, she's probably painted a blessing on these walls. Yes, yes. This is, this is a level of dedication, you know, she's brought in. So, but it doesn't stop, see, with Reverend Virginia or with me. Right? So something's going to keep going. Something's going to keep going as this community long after we're gone. Right? And that's where you come in. And the people you bring and the kids you have and the support you give. Because I believe the world needs our message. I believe unity is the church of the 21st century. Can I have an amen? Are you clapped to that? Whatever you want to do. Yeah. I just believe that. The world is so in so much hurt and so much pain, and it's like if you would just quit blaming everybody and love God and love yourself, all of this would go away. Because we'd be so busy noticing the brilliance, the fabulousness, the divinity, the goodness, the wholeness, the health in each other, we wouldn't have time to say what's wrong. Can you imagine a world where that happened? For a day even. What if just the people in this room went out into the world as if that were true? Not say it here and then go out and do what everybody else does. But take that idea and actually put it into action. In your emails, on your uh, Facebook, and talking with your family members. Yes, even the ones that drive you crazy. Yes, yes, yes. Even there. Because to be people of faith, we always say what's wrong with the world, and then we do exactly the same thing and wonder what's wrong. But I'm saying I have a higher expectation for myself and for you. We know this truth. We know God's here. We know God lives in us, so let's start acting like it. One of my uh, most impactful teachers said to me, you know what? Joy is a sure sign of the presence of God. Just being in the store, being in joy. Just being in a meeting, being in joy. Just being at work and not participating in the gossip and instead pulling one of those gossipers aside and see how you can lift them up. You know what? Pretty soon that gossip stops. 
Because people have more things to talk about. Um, many of you who've been in uh, New Thought long have heard the great prosperity teacher Edwin Gaines. Raise your hand if you know who Edwin Gaines is. Well, Edwin has become a dear friend over the years. And, uh, you know, part of her program is not complaining. Has anybody ever done that? <laughs> Can we try it again? Right? Her, her program is about not complaining for 21 days to change your mind, change your life. You remember that? And you try to go 21 days, and like if you're on day 20 and you complain, you start all over again. You remember that? I guess that's why that idea never took off, right? Because... <laughs> Uh, so we're laughing at ourselves, aren't we? Because we think, well, if I didn't complain, what on earth would I talk about? Right? Oh, yes, yes. So today is a great day. I guess the booth is wondering, are you ever going to get to the talk notes? Number one. So number one. Uh, that was a really long intro. Remember the past. Say that with me. Remember the past. Now, some people will say, forget the past. There's even a scripture that says, Forget the past and move forward, you know, to what Christ has called you to. But that was about forgetting the negative. When I'm saying remember the past, what I'm saying is the past has lessons to teach us. And when you try to forget what happened, you also don't get to keep the good. And so today is about remembering our past in terms of what happened before. Right? So we want to remember the past because, you know, they say... Those who don't remember history are destined to repeat it. Remember that? Have you heard that? So we want to be able to look in our own lives and say, you know, man, I'm certainly not where I was 20 years ago. Anybody agree with that? And we say, thank goodness. Right? You know, amen and pass the offering plate, pastor. Yes. Also, sorry, that's what ministers say. Well, we're together. We all, if, we, if somebody says something we like, we say, yes, amen, pass the offering plate, we're done. <laughs> I forgot you weren't all ministers. So, okay. So remember the past. So I think it's important to really remember the past because the past is part of what made us who we are today. It's what made us even the tough stuff. I'm going to say especially the tough stuff. Say, mm-hmm. That's, that's a rough one sometimes. But what I've noticed as a spiritual community, if we don't remember the past and how we got to where we are, sometimes we can really spin our wheels and do things that are unnecessary. Sometimes we can get off focus. But one of the things that Reverend Virginia did so well at Unity North Tampa and her, start, and her starting that with the founding members is everything was founded in prayer. Well, we're never going to forget that. We're going to remember that. We're going to remember to, to have prayer at the beginning and end of everything we do. Everything's going to be soaked in it. So we're going to remember that. We're going to remember that. So remembering the past means I honor what's gone before. Remember the past means I honor what's gone before. I learn from my mistakes and I learn from my successes. And I remember, what do I want to bring forward? What do I want to bring forward? Number one, remember the past. Say that with me. Remember the past. Now, I'm going to say one other thing about that. Sometimes today, a lot of us do therapy now. I'm not going to ask for a show of hands. I hope it's all of you. 
Uh, please be all of you, okay? Um, this, you know. I bought my least one therapist a car, I know. Maybe her pool, one of them. But what I discovered in my therapeutic work is sometimes there was so much about the past. I said, when do I get to live? And she said, well, as soon as we clean this up so it's not so informing your present. And I was like, oh, now I got it. So what I didn't realize when I was 18 and I left home for college and I moved all the way to Seattle, Washington from little Red Oak, Georgia, (laughs) I was going as far away as I could, almost. I mean, just Alaska was just a little, another little thing higher. There was no school there that I wanted. Otherwise, that might have been. So I was, I didn't realize it was really unconscious, but I was running. And it took a while for me to really understand that until I quit running and faced what the past was, that I could really heal, right? And I'm still on that journey, you know, many years later. I won't say how many, many years later. (laughs) Still on that healing journey. So we don't want to stay stuck in the past. We want to remember the past and bring those lessons forward. All right, number two. If you're taking notes, number two. Stay present to what is. Say that with me. Stay present to what is. Staying present to what is is totally a spiritual discipline. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Because what do we do? We're either where? In the past or where? Right? So if you're in the past or in the future, what's happening in the present? You're missing it. Yeah, life. 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 I think it's so important to stay present to what is. Roy's saying amen. I know when I get something from the booth, we're on to something. Stay present. Stay present to what is. So it's like... Um, even in our healing journey, people say, well, what, how do I know what to work on? I go, what's happening right this second? That's how you know what you need to heal. So when we're present to what is, we get a gift from every single moment. Like just the moment, the act of being alive is a gift right now in this moment. So the next time you want to complain about who's in the White House and what's happening on the news and the uh, gas prices, just remember, it's going to change pretty soon. You may as well stay present to what is instead of complaining about the things you cannot change. That's the serenity prayer, friends. Right? God, please grant me the wisdom, right? So just staying present to what is. What a gift. Now, I have a little, uh, did you get that little quote from Mother Teresa? Let's see that. Being happy in the moment, that's enough. Each moment is all we need, not more. Now, that's Mother Teresa who was helping thousands of sick and homeless be happy in each moment. Can you imagine? Can you imagine in every moment that you're in being happy like me this morning on I-4 for three hours? I got to really practice number two. I said, God really loves me. I get to practice everything before I talk about it. I said, well, I sure wanted to be there early. And I saw all these brake lights. Boom, 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 boom. And I saw them right here. Boom, 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 boom. I said, now, God, me and you are going to have a problem if I can't make it on time today. 
And I thought, you know what, I could get really mad about this, and I could cuss out these drivers, and I could do gestures that, uh, you know. But, you know, the ones that didn't want to let me over to just get right over to, like, do a little alternate route, you know, the ones that we all wanted to do, you know what I'm saying? You know, so I had to, like, we had to pray our way, angels, clear the way. We're going to see Reverend Virginia this morning, got to be there. So I got, I have a little moment of choice, didn't I? I could either be in hell in that moment, or I could look out the window and go, wow, what a beautiful day, you know? We've got capable people. Everything's happening. I could get mad, and I could get frustrated, and then when I get there, nobody's going to want to meet the new minister. <laughs> That's the new minister. It is. Ah! That was that initial feeling, right? So... Yeah, so staying present to what is, then I got to make a choice. So I'm not saying when we're in the present, it means everything is happy and beautiful at first. I'm not saying staying present means there's nothing wrong. Sometimes staying present is what calls us to important action. But if all I'm doing is being stuck in the past or off in the future or mad about what's happening, instead of just going, wow, what is all this anger coming up about and what do I need to do about it? Because sometimes, absolutely act, but first, get present. Otherwise, you're probably in denial or off in the past or future, right? So this is what we talk about here every Sunday, things like this, right? It's the spiritual discipline, staying present, staying present. You know, the disciples could never do it. Do you notice? They never knew anything every time they asked Jesus something. He was like, okay, let's start again, <laughs> all right? They never understood anything. Remember when he was off in the boat and that storm started up? And, of course, he was sleeping, you know, fine, in a little storm. He's, you know, going. Disciples say, Jesus, wake up, wake up, you know. And he's like, oh, peace, be still. And they go, oh, how'd you do that? So we can do that too to our lives. We say, peace, be still, be still, be still. We have to rise above, move into our Christ consciousness, right? Over the emotions. Because there's always something higher available to you. That higher nature, that God that you are, that God that is all around you, enfolding you. Every moment of every day, you have the power to change right in that moment when you contact that higher self, that Christ self, that God energy that you are. See, the world constantly tells you what you are not. But I'm telling you, you are way more than you've been led to believe. Far more. Far more. So stay present to what is so then you can choose peace for yourself and for your life. Stay present to what is. Say that with me. Stay present to what is. That's number two. Number three. Looking forward. Yes, I love to look. What's, what's coming? What's next? What great thing are we going to do next as a community? And you know, we have a lot of sacred intentions. And what I have found uh, so beautiful and so wonderful to watch, as I've come, uh, I don't know if you all remember, my very first Sunday I was here and I did all that Q&A business. Uh, there were some big questions. What are you going to do with this campus? Like I said, 
Some of you said, what are you going to bring to this campus? I said, well, I see groups. I see healing. I see scout troops. I see, you know, I have to admit, I still see a classic car show for some reason right out there, too. <laughs> I don't know why. I love cars. I don't know, it could be a thing. I don't know. But here's what's happened. Here's what's happened just in this last week. Um, it was a group of about, um, there's a small group. They're a Sai Baba group. They study the great avatar from India, and uh, they're going to begin meeting here one Sunday, a m- one Saturday a month. Now, probably pretty soon they'll go to two Saturdays a month. And we start talking, and so one of Sai Baba's teachings is, love all, serve all. If you've never studied Sai Baba, I would encourage you to just know who he is. He did miracles like Jesus did. Passed away several years ago on Easter morning. And in India, there were several free hospitals that Sai Baba established. Free hospitals. Can you imagine that? Just like let that thought sink in. Free hospitals. And so that's some of the energy that's being attracted to our community. And they'll meditate and they'll make incredible Indian food out here. I said, my only request is if you make food, can you leave some for Sunday? And I said, you know, I worked with some people in a Sai Baba group years ago. And one of the things we did was join together to help the homeless. And they said, we have a project coming up. Pack a backpack. Would you like to join us on that for a local school? I said, that is a yes, yes, yes. And then one of their leaders said, well, you know, what we want to do is we want to have a get together where we engage other faiths in prayer. I said, and we're doing that in September. Can I sign you up? And she said, yes, yes, yes. Do you see how spirit is just providing this? And it wasn't like uh, we said, we have to get a Sai Baba group in here right now. But we had a sacred intention about looking forward, about how we wanted to use our space. So we created the energy. We created the dynamic. We created the vibration of what we want in here is people who meditate. What we want in here is higher energy. What we want in here is people that want to connect with all that is and be of service to humanity. Not only through our thoughts and prayers, but through our actions that we want to put feet on these prayers. And that's exactly what we are attracting. And that's not new. That's always been a part of this community. Right? That's always been a part of this community with the Persisky uh, family. Right? So that's next. That's looking forward. So the other aspects of looking forward, guess what they're going to be dependent on? The gifts, the talents, the commitment that you bring into this community. Um, Oftentimes, people will say, I have a great idea for the church. Have you ever heard that? (laughs) Well, as a minister, we love to hear that, don't we, Rev? Oh, yeah. And then I, um, for instance, at my last church, I had a dear friend come up to me and say, you know, Reverend, I think we need a singles group at this church. I said, you do? Well, you ain't single. (laughs) And she said, well, it's not for me. (laughs) I said, so you're just thinking up stuff for me to do? I said, well, I have enough to do. I said, I tell you what, let's pray about that. And if we're meant to have a singles group, let's invite a single person to head that up. 
she, we laughed about that so many times. And, and I said, you know, I love you and I love that idea. But if you have the idea, you know what I'm going to say? When would you like to implement that? And I mean you implement that. Because what I can do is support, and what I can do is help, and what I can do is say, yay, let's go forward. But I need real leaders. I need people who are not afraid to make decisions. I need people who trust their inner guidance. I need people who are on fire for what's next. I want people to say, I cannot wait to get you into my spiritual community because you know what? We change lives for the better. Since I've gone to this church, I'm happier, I'm healthier, and I have more money. And I love my life. I love my kids. I love my family. I love where I'm going And pretty soon, you're not going to have to say anything. People are going to go, what is happening to you? You're not the person you used to be. And you're going to say, I'm doing my spiritual work. I'm doing my soul work. I've learned to grow. I've learned to prosper. I've learned to evolve into the next stage of my soul's journey. I'm having the time of my life. It doesn't matter to me who's in the White House. I'm still going to grow and prosper and evolve. Amen? I'm not saying don't vote. For goodness sakes, go vote. Vote whoever you feel is going to support your journey. But I'm saying I am not going to let the stock market or who's in quote-unquote power, because we know who has the real power, make me have a bad day. God is my source. God is my source. Say that with me. God is my source. So looking forward, we're going to continue bringing that past. We're going to keep staying present to what is. And we are going to be saying on a regular basis, God is my source. We're going to be looking at, okay, what, who are the people that are going to help move this forward? We want the right people leading. We want the right people. Because not everybody leads. We need great followers too, right? We need people that will show up. Okay, yep, yep. So we need all of that. But going forward, we're going to be a little, it's going to be like a little beacon. And pretty soon, we're going to be really known all around this area. It's already beginning to happen. We have uh, eight new people that are joining that, uh, you know, have just moved from a different community. They're so excited to be a part of what we're about. I hadn't even had a membership class yet, and we've already had six other people join. We just, we worked it out. Do, do, let's do it. Yeah. So looking forward, this is a vibrant community. Yes, of peace and of healing. In September, we already have an event planned. Um, it's a whole weekend of spiritual recovery. So it doesn't matter if you've been in alcohol or drug addiction or you just want to heal your life. You will get something out of this whole weekend. Wonderful speakers, great music. It's going to be an incredible time of healing the whole weekend. So this is going to just be how it happens. One little event at a time. One little event at a time. And pretty soon, people are going to go, Unity North Tampa, man, there's so much peace. There's so much healing there. I've heard that there's something going on and you need support. You need spiritual support. That's where you go. They don't, they don't care what your background is. Come on. We don't care if you've been Baptist or, or Methodist or, or Catholic or Buddhist, whatever. Keep all that. Keep all that. We're going to love you. We're going to support you. We're going to bless you on the journey. 
Whether you stay for a day or a lifetime, we're here to support that journey. So I hope as we look forward, you'll look forward with us and that you'll be a part of it. Not be one of those that stands on the outside and says everything that could be better, but that you come in and you make it better by being here. I don't listen to naysayers. I will pay no attention to idle complaints. I'll say, if you have something real to say, let's get busy. I don't put up with that. People that want to complain, no, that's not the energy we want here at all. We want people who make a difference. People that want to change the world. People that want to take 100% responsibility for their lives and for, and for the world. 100% responsibility for how I'm showing up so that we can make the world a better place. That's what we want. That's the community we're building. If you want a church that tells you who to vote for and who to sleep with and all that, that's not this church. That's not this church. This is about empowering souls, lifting up souls, supporting your journey, loving you through, praying you through, meditating with you, visiting you in times of need, holding your hand when it's rough, when you get the diagnosis. We're going to be there. We're not going to judge you on that. We're going to be there. We're going to say, we got you. Come on in. Let's pray. Come on in. Let's get some Reiki. Let's get some meditation going. Let's bring some food to you. What do you need? We want to be there. That song that we sing at the beginning of this service, in this house, that's how we want to live. That's our looking forward. And bringing all those lessons and all the beautiful teachings of Reverend Virginia with us. Thank you for listening to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com. This message is copyright 2022, Unity North Tampa, all rights reserved. Our theme music, The Light of God, is composed by Shannon Croft and used with permission and available at shannoncroft.com. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.